Prostitution, the world's oldest profession. Illegal in most places in the world, and, like all things related to sex, a taboo subject we rarely discuss. But, in the rural counties of Nevada, where the West is still wild, pay for play is legal. My name is Jim, and for the last 20 years I've been a customer of the legal brothel system in Nevada. From its lavish high-end resort properties, to its small shacks in the middle of nowhere, from its connections to other arms of the sex industry, to the secrets it keeps from the public. I've seen it all, done most of it, and now I'm going to share it all with you. Join my friend Larry and I as we take you Behind the Red Light. Hello, friends, and welcome to the cleanest sex show on... God's green earth, I That's guess, right. is the best way to put it. We're here for Behind the Red Line. Yeah, even Dr. Ruth Westheimer couldn't have been as clean as we are. She was just filthy. Yeah, <laughs> She was, but, oh man, if you didn't, didn't know, did you know that she was in the um, uh, Israeli army? Get the hell out yeah, of here. Are she you was, serious? She was in the Israeli army. So that, that tough little Jewish lady could kick all our asses. I don't think, you know, honestly, I don't think I'd want to mess with that woman. Truthfully, when you think about it, Doctor Ruth, I no, wouldn't. no, no. She's got a gun in her hand, fighting for sexual freedom. She's, <laughs> she's gonna just, and she knows how how to make you happy and hurt she, you at the same yeah, time. Yeah, she just shoot a commie right in the face. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's just, just not that there's. I mean, that, that I mean, I'm have no problem with that. That's, no. That seems like a great thing to do to me. But, but yeah. I, I I found that interesting that 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 the great Doctor Ruth was in the Israeli army. I did not know that. So mm. I I have to admit, you know, other than seeing her an appearance here or there, I don't really know anything about her. So that's. Pretty Pretty cool. Yeah. So happy Veterans Day, Doctor Ruth. Yes. Um, even if you didn't serve in in, in in our nation. But anyway, um, actually, she did serve in our nation. She's probably helped more people avoid STDs than yeah, not. absolutely. Uh, Doctor Ruth was very, very uh, uh, predominantly featured around the AIDS crisis and out there talking about safe sex and how safe sex is better sex. And coming from somebody in her position at that time. Uh, forwarded the uh, the condom movement probably a lot more than any other th- anything else did. So, yeah, she has served us in a very different way. We're going to have to do a deep dive on Dr. Ruth. Yeah, now I think that, we do. Yeah. I, I think we both need to do a little research here and go further on this. Yeah, She's... my little throwaway line just uh, bought hmm. us nine minutes. Hmm. So, huh, hmm. huh. All right. But anyway, I'm sitting here across from Jim, which you all know. I am Larry, and we're here to do the thing. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I, I'm the, I'm the uh, pervert in residence, and uh, Larry is the host of the show. If no, I'm 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 the head button pusher. Oh, the head. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we don't really have a host or a wingman. <laughs> it's like we've got a pervert and a button pusher. Well, you know, <laughs> that's really, all we got. I wouldn't even call it, consider because when you think about perverts, they drive around in white vans and yeah, I've never done that. Just uh, no. just creepy. You can actually go out in public and and sustain a conversation with. Well, somebody. that's true, and I don't I don't leer. No, I don't I don't do any of that or drool or yeah. anything of the and, sort. And everything's consent. Yes. And, yes. And, and safe, which is something that we need to get down because we got to do the P's and Q's. Yes. We do not endorse. No. We do not promote. No. We do not work for. No. We do not do anything associated with the brothels. We're not paid to be here. We are not pushing anybody towards anything. Absolutely not. We are here simply to educate, to entertain, and to inform. At least we hope to. Yes, absolutely. I mean, if not, we're just kind of 
two guys talking into microphones. We do want to thank everybody who has been listening to us. We picked up some new listeners, uh, which you found out about last week, and we're all grateful for all of them, and yes. we hope to be talking to them soon. Yes, we love you. Yes, very much so. But uh, today, today we have a very, very different topic. Uh, we do, we do. I, we were at a, we were mutually at an event. Yes. And one of our mutual friends approached you, talking about the show. Yeah, he 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 listened to the show. He understood what we were doing, and he presented. And he comes from a very different perspective. So uh, I guess since we're not mentioning him, I guess we could mention what he does. Yes, at the he very least. He is an attorney. Yeah, we're not going to say where. No, not going to say where. Not going to say what type of attorney. Not going to anything. But certainly, being on that side of the law, so right. to speak, understands the the impact of prostitution, et cetera, et cetera. So, he as a listener was an interesting resource to talk to, and in the process, he told you a story. Yeah, and this this was something that uh, he did not participate in no it he was, wasn't there for this but he was informed by an associate of his mm -hmm. of his experience yeah and from what i gathered and i'm gonna paraphrase the best i possibly can uh the experience was legal mm -hmm. from what i understood yes he was in one of the brothels he was in one of the brothels he was having a very le um legitimate experience and his experience was not great no. if uh, teetering. It wasn't mir uh, miserable. I don't want to say it, mis but it was a bad experience, and I could almost attribute it to being robotic. Yes, I, that was what I gathered from the conversation. He, he the, said that the the young lady was. You could tell by her movements and by her the noises she was making that this was very. It was very fake. It was very staged. It was not. At it, all enjoyable. It was paint by the. Uh, I wasn't even paint by the numbers. No. It was. I'm gonna take your money. You're gonna do the thing, and then I want you to get out of here as quickly and, as possible. Very much so. Very much so. And I and uh, and I've I've had. <laughs> I've heard from men. You know, in a situation like that, I might as well have stayed home. Uh, yes. You know. Yeah. Because you kind of well, you kind of feel bad because you you you. After you telling us what the prices are for for a situation like yeah. this, that guy just went through X amount. I don't know how much he was charged. No, because because our friend didn't know how much he no. paid for it. Yeah. But still, that's just uh, just knowing what I, I I know based off of what you told. He definitely didn't just get a high five. No, um, <laughs> I would I would based on and this was years ago, right. But based on what what our friend said, I would estimate that he was somewhere between, and based on the services that he got, he was probably somewhere between five hundred and seven hundred at the time. And that's a lot and, of money. And, and at the time, that was well, it's still a lot of money. But at the time, that was a lot of money because this is a number of years ago. Right. But you know, we're mentioning it, so the the number on the money is somewhat irrelevant because it's not really reflected of today's price necessarily for what he got but we're mentioning it just simply to give you a range or an idea um and, and we we also want to make note so you're paying for this service because mm -hmm. at this point it is a, like it is a service yeah. it, you're, it, it, it's not a I, i'm going to be very very cautious of what words i uh, i'm using because i don't want to insult anybody or or, or put it well, it, you can say what it is. It was a sexual encounter. Yeah. He paid for a legal sexual encounter with a working girl and, and did not feel that it came up to his expectations is really what it boils down to. 
that's what it comes that's the nuts and bolts of what that story was that we that you, you received and then related to me yeah and then yeah. um and then our, of course our friend added to it with me as i was standing there <clears throat> well it, it basically he, he told you the same story yeah. he told me yeah 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 i just had a i added a few questions that he answered as he could well yeah i, I mean you could ask him stuff that i didn't uh, i'm not privy to right. or 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 looked forward to or had the information i asked him behind. like what specific house it was and that kind of thing yeah. he didn't have an answer for that um what the experience was like yeah. why did he or, or what was the mood of the girl yeah. what day did he go on yeah i, I asked a number of questions but um, but very informative questions, so we could pinpoint exactly what happened with this experience. Yeah, because obviously, the I mean, where we're going with this is eventually. Know, yeah, is how does somebody, you know, a find themselves in this situation? What are the some of the, some of the things that could have transpired that caused this to happen? And then also, what can an individual do to avoid finding themselves in this situation if they're going to a brothel? I think is where we're going with this. Yeah, because uh, it is kind of disappointing that, um, if 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 n now let's not say anything that that this guy did anything wrong. All right, let's just say that he went in there to have an experience, and the 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 working person, the working girl, was just just a shit, so just, to speak. Just took his money, did the performance, okay. and sent him out the door. So there is the potential for that to happen. Um, I, I would not say I would be remiss if i didn't say that a, a girl can have a bad day you know these things happen and that's what uh, we're here to explore today yeah the, the the girls can have a bad anybody can have a bad day and, and anybody who's ever been in the service industry knows if you're having a bad day your customers are not going to get the best experience I, I think we all can agree on that I, I i think anybody who's ever served a burger or or served a drink or served a table or done anything in the service industry at all cut a head of hair if you're not having a good day, that translates into the service you're providing, which is one of the reasons if you've ever worked in customer service in any way, the training tries to teach you that you've got to leave whatever is going on outside of work at home because you can't bring that to work or you're not going to be able to, to do the job to the level they want you to do the job. And we all know those people who've managed to bring baggage into the door. Absolutely. And Absolutely. it affects everything. Absolutely. And if your boss is one of those people who do uh, does that, I feel really bad for you, and that's a horrible human being. Now, yeah, and there can be other things that affect this, too. It can be. It could be she was a new girl. The house, she interviewed well. The house hired her. Only to then eventually, and probably would find out after a few parties like this, that, um, uh-oh, we've got one that's not not towing the line here. That happens, too. Okay. That does happen. I, uh, I remember a situation with one of my friends who picked a girl, and they went back to negotiate, and this girl was trying some tricks to get extra money and this and that and everything else that were our... No, that's not supposed to happen. Oh, uh, and and fortunately, so she was breaking rules inside the. She was she was uh, she was attempting to to really manipulate and push and was pushing way harder than she should have, and things of that nature. And fortunately, my friend had was uh, streetwise enough and had been around long enough that he's like, yeah, this ain't gonna happen, and walked out of there. I was personally annoyed by the situation after I was told, and uh, we did go to management with it. You know, we did say, hey, look, this is, you know, this is not, and we weren't insisting the girl be fired or anything of the sort, but we wanted management to know that, hey, you know, that you, you, you've got a problem here. 
And uh, I will say that that girl, I never saw her come back. Well, so I think that I think that management sort of recognized well we got an issue here. Well, you also made man- mention that management gets half the half of the girls. They take. do, they do. So, so it, yeah, that's compromising their half of the take. It is, especially when you have a limited number of rooms, and if you've got a couple of girls there that are not wanting to do the job to the you know best of their ability, that's a problem. You know, go do your job on the street if that's what you want to do. You're not going to do it here. You know, this is a higher class place or whatever. So. Um, and, you know, there are certain things that, you know, street girls are known for that, uh, you know, they'll, they'll roll it, what we call rolling a trick. I mean, they will do it. So you've, you've got to be cautious. Um, I think that if this was truly nothing the guy did, I think that in all likelihood what went on there is it was a bad hire. It was a bad hire or it was a bad day. But I really, I really would say, or she was just brand new. And had no earthly idea what the hell she was doing. We are going to explore all of this. Uh, we're going to explore all angles of yeah. this. We're going to talk about her. We're going to talk about him. If she was new, um, I think that one of the biggest misconceptions a new girl would have, especially if she's never done sex work before, is she's going in thinking that every guy that walks in there wants some loud, rambunctious, you know, porn scene type experience. And so she's going to go in there and start this moaning and everything else and, and just playing it up beyond what any of us would experience normally, realistically. And she did it bar, borrowing a term. She wanted to turn it into a uh, into a wrestling match yeah. where you have your expectations like there and it's just blown out of proportion. Yeah. And she was so far over the top in this instance that he was having problems keeping it. Together. Oh, I mean, yeah, he, he really was. So yeah, it could be. She just didn't know. And believe it or not, there are women that get into the business, and they will tell you, if you would talk to them later on down the line, they will tell you, hey, when I started, I wasn't, I wasn't that great. You know, that they recognize that, wow, I really don't understand men the way I think I did. And, you know, that there's a learning process in terms of understanding what a guy wants or in, in negotiating in such a way that you learn what he wants, that there are some guys who want that, but for every guy who wants that, there's 12 who want something different. How, you know? how important is it that the working girl, because this is kind of working girl is into what she's doing in the profession. <clears throat> I mean, I can understand if she goes and thinks, hey, this is a job, much like bagging groceries, mm-hmm. it's a job. But the kind of work that she's doing in this environment is not like bagging groceries. At a bare minimum, I would say that she needs to be somebody who um, – is a world-class actress that helps you know because if she's truly not enjoying it and she truly doesn't want to be there she's gonna have to be able to make it seem like she does um outside of that she's gonna have to be somebody but i think that for every one of those there are that are really that good at it i think that what you would find is that there are far more that enjoy their job they do enjoy their job not necessarily with every client but that for the most part and in general, they do enjoy their job for whatever reason. Whatever brought them there, they find a certain piece in their work and that they enjoy what they do and feel that they're contributing in some way to men's mental health, if nothing else. Uh, and I think the girls that are most successful look at it that way in a lot of ways. They look at it as a – they understand that this isn't necessarily about a guy getting off. 
it's about far more than that. And the girls that can master that and understand that are able to provide a much more well-rounded experience for a man and be what he needs her to be in that time. There, There's very much a therapy aspect to it, I think, in a lot of ways for a lot of different men that walk in there. And I'm sure there's also those guys who are going in there just to... There are, for a hold of poke. and, and Pump and dump, and then yep, out the door you and go. And they're out the door. And I remember, I think one of the best ways I had this described to me, I was talking with a working girl. It was, it was I think it was my second or third experience I had out there. I met a girl who worked under the name Dante. And one of the reasons I picked her out was because I heard the name and I thought, that's an odd name for somebody to pick for themselves. And we started talking, and she was a fan of the Divine Comedy, and hmm. we really hit it off as a result of that and really liked each other. And it was just, mentally, we were vibing. Okay. And as a result, I ended up, I ended up going with her. And, and um, one of the things I remember her saying to me, she said, you know, this, in this job, you know, this is the type of party I like, referring to the one we were having. Right. She said, you know, I can be a hold of poke if that's what somebody wants. But I specialize in this, this experience, providing this experience. And it really did with her, I can tell you. And because it was just so early in my years doing this, this is year one or two mm -hmm. of 20, you know. Uh, I remember even her sitting in the bar afterward with me, just sort of rubbing my leg. Which seems like an, you know, innocuous nothing thing. But yet it's a continuation of that intimacy that creates this very well-rounded moment that we had uh, that made the experience just fantastic to me. You know, so, uh, you know, there I'm explaining at a very opposite end of the spectrum from what we're talking about mm -hmm. here to demonstrate, you know, a girl who understood her job and did it very, very well and did it to the nth degree and was really, really good at what she was doing. Well, you would think that if both parties are enjoying themselves – it should come easy, yeah. It should really, but if one person, I mean, now, uh, we'll talk about the guy in a second, but uh, for the girl to go, yeah, I want to do this, this is something I want to do, I mean, is it looking for a quick cash, uh, quick cash in, is she looking for probably, fast money? Probably, if she's, um, if she's uh, desperate for money, if she is uh, somebody who is, um, perhaps has an addiction of some kind. And needs fast money because of that. Yeah, you know, any of those types of things could could elicit a bad experience, whether it be in a legal situation or otherwise. Um, but I will say that nine times out of ten, I would say if it's a bad experience, the man had a, at least a small portion to do with it. And that is, I I know that's going to come be a very uncomfortable statement for a lot of men to hear, but with with working girls and what i've seen over the years i've seen men make so many mistakes and do something really stupid and you think to yourself what are you doing you know that they just they really don't know they really really don't know how to communicate with a woman at all and it's which probably explains a portion of the reason they're there paying well. for it in the first place but um, you know, <laughs> well, in our sad. first in our first show, we we outlined um, the experience of doing a lineup versus choosing a girl yeah. that wants to take you yeah. in the back. You're on the spot, yeah. And most men have never been put on the spot like that before. There's that. One of the things that I will tell guys, uh, this is the reason I hate the lineup. I absolutely hate lineups, and the reason I hate them is you have, if you've walked in there and you've never met any of these girls and you pick one out. On looks alone. On looks alone. We're going to build off of yeah, a point. because that's the only thing you've got there. 
what the hell makes you think you can expect it to be a brilliant experience with no knowledge on her or she has no knowledge on you? You haven't spoken more than three words to each other until you get back in the room and she's asking you what you want. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. If you're walking in there expecting a hold of poke, fine. The lineup makes sense. If you're walking in there expecting anything beyond that, if you're looking for something that's a little more intimate or what they call a girlfriend experience or whatever, which by the sounds of this gentleman when I was talking with our friend is what he was looking for, you're not going to get that out of a lineup. You're just not. You're, there's no way that you can generate that well, out you, of a lineup. You have no time to build a rapport. Correct. And that is, I, I believe that's kind of the... The, the point we're trying to make is yes. building a rapport with the person that you're going to go have a very, very intimate moment with, moment without with. a doubt. Here is what I would call, I will describe what I think is the minimum involvement you should have before you commit to a party. Okay. And I say this because this, what I'm about to describe goes along with what the rules are typically at a normal brothel and how the girls will interact with you if you've never been there and they don't know you. Okay. If you walk into the bar and you sit down, you probably have been approached by either the bartender or the shift manager. They're going to ask if you've been there before. They're going to ask if you understand what the rules are, that kind of thing. Once you've established that, you're going to sit down, you're going to have a drink. Okay, before before we go any further, how important is it to be honest to these questions? It is 100% honest. Because we need to pound that home. You need to, you need to look. If you're a guy walking in there, the last thing you want to do is try and be smooth. Oh, yeah. That's not – that's this is not the goal, okay? Your goal – it's not like when you walk into a normal bar somewhere and you're going to flex, try and take a girl home. That's not what this is. That's not what this is at all, okay? So do not go in there with the same type of attitude. It's a totally different environment. This is going into – this is going into Macy's. Yeah. You're walking in to make a purchase. Okay. This is not, it's not the same scenario. So keep that in mind. Understand that there's a method and, and, a, and a way that this is going to happen. And so, for that reason, you cannot expect a girl to walk up and sit with you for three hours in that bar. That is not likely to happen. 20 years ago, maybe. Today, not happening. Okay, And the reason it's not going to happen is because if there's – especially if it's on a Friday or Saturday night and there are guys coming in left and right, these girls have got to get around to try and see who wants them and who doesn't. They don't have time for you to be you know, farting around like, well, I just want to have a conversation here. No, their time is money. Mm -hmm. Their time is money. Their time is valuable. So you can't go in expecting that. So you have to get your mind around how this is going to function. Okay. The first thing is, if you've never been there, know that the power of the tour is in your hands, okay? Because they're all going to give you a free tour of the brothel, okay? So, you walk in, you sit down. You know what? Um, and, and I don't mean to cut you off yes. there. The, the, you mentioned the power of the tour. If you're mm -hmm. there and you're uncomfortable and you don't really know what the situation is going yes. to be like, by taking this tour, it will help you make your decision? Well, yes and no. What I'm saying is using the tour to your advantage to get time with a girl that you want to get to know better. Okay. And here's what, how I'm going to – so in other words, don't take the tour right away. Because you know, the shift manager said, would you like a tour? Well, not quite yet. I just want a drink. Okay. You're going to sit down. You're going to have that drink. The girls are all taught to give you a few minutes to get comfortable, get the drink, get a few sips in you to calm down. 
So to get acclimated to absolutely okay, and then at that point, the girls are told one at a time they will they can go up to you, and kind of get to know you a little bit. This is going to be a visit that's going to be between five and fifteen minutes, depending on how well you're vibing, how well you're talking, if you're getting along, if this is working at all. Get a little rub, get a little rapport. Absolutely. Okay, she's going to sit down. You're going to have a conversation. Um, because. Uh, again, I hate to keep stopping you, but there 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 have been uh, some situations where two adults can't even look at each other in the eyes. Absolutely, absolutely. And and I will tell you, this is going to happen. You're going to sit down. A girl's going to sit down. She's going to introduce herself. You're going to introduce yourself. You're going to start to try to talk, and the two of you, it's just not working. You know, it's just not working. And believe me, it happens. Sometimes in the worst case scenarios, I remember a girl sat down with me, and when she sat down, I thought, my God, I want her in the worst way. And then she opened her mouth, and that wasn't going to work. There was there was nothing. I mean, we couldn't – that five minutes felt like three hours. Like, there was just nothing there. You couldn't find any and we common could, ground. No, and, and I thought to myself, this is going to be the worst encounter of my life. And despite the fact that she was gorgeous – when she said, well, I'm going to have to move on, I said, well, thank you for sitting down. It was nice meeting you. And she moved on. And I, there was no hard feeling. Th- no, no, <laughs> nothing at all. But I, God, it, damn it. I was like, man, I really wish we had just really vibed. But we didn't. And that happens. And there's nothing wrong with that. You're here to have a good experience for you. So don't push it. If it's not working, it's not working. That five to ten minutes goes by. If you're starting to vibe or she thinks that this the, you're interested or whatever, she'll say, have you had a tour yet? Or alternatively, she might say, well, it's my time. I've got to move on. If you're feeling this, if you're feeling this, if you're thinking this could be the girl, say, you know what? I really I haven't had a tour yet. Would you mind giving me my tour? And that's why you keep it in your back pocket. Now, this is the reason I say you keep it in your back pocket because this tour it's probably another 15, 20 minutes you're getting with this girl, okay? So you've had 15 now. You're going to get another 15. Now you've had 40 minutes or so with this girl. You get back to the bar. It's the, the, the it's probably going to end in her room, first of all. Of course it is. Yeah, she's going to show you this is where you negotiate She's or out there to make money. If during <laughs> this tour you're ready at that point and it ends in her room, go ahead and go right into the negotiation. If not, say... You know, I think I'm really interested, but would you mind going back and having a drink with me in the bar first? Now, you go back into the bar. As you're going to the bar, tip her for her time. Thank you. <laughs> you have. She has just given you a tour. She has spent 20 minutes with you. There is nothing wrong with throwing 20 to $40 at her for this tour. It shows, it, in good faith, it shows that you're there to spend money. That you are interested and now she is going to say, okay, I'm going to take this extra 10 or 15 minutes and I'm going to have this drink with him. By the time that drink is over, you have spent damn near an hour with this woman. And she could have gone off you, and made money you hand got it. over fist. You got it. And, you, and not only that, but you've shown her in good faith that you're interested by doing what? Giving her some money. Showing her that you recognize her time is valuable. This is really important because you've demonstrated as a customer, you understand that her time is valuable and that you're not there to waste her time. That makes an enormous impression and a good one on any working girl. I promise you. Any working girl appreciates that. 
At that point, you say, this is what I want. You go back and negotiate. If after an hour and you've been vibing with her and everything else, and now you make this negotiation and the negotiation goes well, I'm telling you, you're having a great time. You're having a great time. There are people that are going to be listening to this podcast who know damn well, men especially, who know damn well they've gone into a bar, talked to a woman for less time than an hour, theoretically, because they've been listening to music and dancing where you're not talking at all. Or ordering or you're a doing drink. That, or you're doing that bartender. weird thing where you're looking at each other and not saying a word. Where they have spent less time actually talking with her than they have with that hour with that woman at that brothel. And they've still slept with that woman. So don't tell me that you can't make a decision on whether or not you think this is going to vibe within that 45 minutes to an hour. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And the way you've managed to achieve that is by using your time and, and knowing the system and knowing how it's going to work and using that to your advantage. Now, they will offer free tours anytime to anybody. So let's say you've been there before. Well, that's okay. I've been there many times. You know how many times I've toured those brothels? A lot. But one of the things that I've done over the years is I say, I haven't been here in a number of years. What's, you know, what's changed or whatever? Oh, well, I'm not sure I'm relatively new here. Well, why don't we go check it out? Now, she gives you the tour. Now, in that case, when she knows I've had the tour before, I tip her up front. Because I'm demonstrating to her, look, I want a little extra time to get to know you. Let's do this. Let me pay you for your time. She knows it without me saying it. Mm -hmm. That's what's happening here. Again, using that nonverbal communication of that money to make a difference here. Because they can accept tips for their for their tour. So you've shown again, you've shown in good faith that you're interested. Now she takes you around and shows you her tour. Right? Ends in her or you could say, Oh, I've been oh, that's new. They didn't have that when I was here. Really? Yes, when I started coming here twenty years ago, that was this. Or where you're having a conversation, you're getting to know each other. Or you can say, I've used this room before. This is the bubble bathroom. I love it in here because of this. this. Now you're telling her what you like. She's thinking to herself, I could put this in there and this in there and, and, and give this idea to him of what we could do and it's going to be this much. You know what I mean? You are literally giving her information to do her job with while you're getting to know her. This is a perfect exchange in this scenario. If you don't do this, if you just walk up to a, in the bar and say, well, you look nice, let's go back and talk, you can't necessarily expect the same experience that the guy that's doing what I'm suggesting it's it, it's just human nature. And then you also mentioned that if the woman is having a bad day, yeah, you, that gives you something to talk about. Maybe you can improve her day. Yes. The fact that let me tell you something. The fact that she got up on the wrong side of the bed, or the fact that the night before some asshat had come in there and been a total jerk, like saying the, the, the dreaded words that you never say to a sex worker, which is that I don't really have to pay for it. Don't ever say those words. Don't ever do that. Don't be a moron. You then why are that, you here, jerk let, face? Let me tell you. Let me tell you why guys say that. Guys say that ego. Be, well, number one, ego. Ego. But the the other reason is they think that somehow that's going to get them a discount when they say, you know, I really don't have to pay for it. Therefore, if you think I'm going, because the other part of that sentence that they don't say is, if you think I'm going to pay X amount of dollars for this, you're out of your mind. That's the part they're not saying. And so, though, and believe me, those women, they know exactly what you just said to them. And so immediately what you attempted to do was devalue them. 
How much of a markup do you order, think they just tacked on? They their bill? tacked at least a hundred percent markup right onto that. If they ever go negotiate, I'll guarantee it. And every girl should do that. And if you were, if you as the guy, anybody, not you, anybody no, was yeah. the guy was dumb enough to say something like that, he deserves exactly what he gets. Well, because I, that is the stupidest thing you could say to them. I I I always uh, assume that when you're going to a place like that, you're 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 going and paying for a professional experience. You are. You are and very much so. And wouldn't so, you want your dollars to go as far as you possibly can take you? Here's the thing. I have never known a guy who had a brain to walk into a Mercedes dealership and start pounding on the table demanding they take $10,000 off. It's a Mercedes. You've given me an idea. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> it's, it's a Mercedes. You know what they're going to do if you try that type of behavior? They're going to call the local police. Yeah, and, you'll and be you're going to be escorted out. out. Why? Because this is a Mercedes dealership. We don't do this here. If you're at you know Cheap Joe's down the street who's selling jalopies mm -hmm. and you want to do that behavior, that might be expected there. And that's just the way it is. You're in a multi-million dollar establishment that has, say, a hotel and a bar associated with it and all these other amenities and so on and so forth and the finest working girls in Nevada, and then you're going to suggest that I don't have to be here and expect that to work in your favor? That's ludicrous. Ludicrous. Well, you did say in your first ex uh, first experience um, you didn't really haggle. You just had what was in your pocket at the Correct. time. Correct, and, th and, that's a, and that's another point of, of, of note. The nicer you are, and and the better and the more you're trying to work with her, the more she's going to try and work with you. That's again, it's human nature. It's the honesty. I feel absolutely. And, and, and in this conversation, because we're going to have to close it up here shortly, and we're we're, we're going to we might have to have part two on this one. We I are guess. going to revisit the. Well, no, I I feel it's responsible of us to revisit this from time to time. Yeah, just perhaps, to, yeah. Just to uh, reinforce what the whole message of our show is. Yeah, perhaps the next show should be a, a deep dive on, I don't know, maybe on, on, on what to do, what not to do. Well, I don't know. Well, we're, 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 we're going to figure that out as yeah. we go along. But um, bottom, I bottom, bottom line, 90% of the bad experiences at men camp can be avoided. Mm. If, they, if they take the advice of someone who's been there before, if they think about what they're going to say before they say it, and they act accordingly. Um, the the uh, again that that negotiation power in your hands of knowing how to use the establishment's rules and everything to your advantage helps. Uh, that's what I was going to say. Um, it, it from from our conversations and to wrap this up, it turns out that the more honest you are, yes, the better your experience is going to be. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And with that experience, it, it, it is my. Job to tell you how honest I am because I was trying for a transition on this is to let you know if you want us if you want honest opinion honest reflection and you you know kind of really don't want to tell us about yourself in an or, honest manner or if you have questions on how to maximize your brothel dollar you could always ask them how could they do that Larry well I was trying to get to that yes, Jim yes. since you you threw that out there if you want to. Talk to us inconspicuously, mm -hmm. incognito. Absolutely. Um, we will not expose you. No, hidden behind a, a a thin veneer. But you do have a question you don't want. Uh, well, we know how it is. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 anonymous. 
anonymity is is huge on us. You can find us at behind the red light seven zero two at gmail.com. Drop us a message. Let us know how you're feeling. We'll read your question on the air and get back to you the best we can. Or if you want a little bit more public exposure, you want to be part of a community, you want to communicate and connect with other like-minded people mm-hmm. who are very, very friendly and, and, and trying to do the same thing that you do, Jim will tell you all about it. Well, what you can do is you can go to our social media outlet. Go go to Facebook there. Look up behind the red light. You'll find us with a, a beautiful logo there of, a, of a, a neon image of a woman's silhouette. She's gorgeous. And you can just like us and follow us there and all that jazz. And uh, we'll give you all the updates and everything else when new shows drop, etc., etc., and keep you in the know on what's going on. And that's it. And from um, from Jim, this is Larry. From Larry, that's Jim. We hope you enjoyed your little romp, and we're going to figure out uh, where we're going next. And we'll see you next time. Yes. Have a good day.